Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Not delay both ways. The WTOP Traffic Center presented by WindowNation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's go to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Gradual clearing skies here this evening. By morning, though, a few clouds will start funneling back in. Temperatures will be starting out at 35 to 42 degrees. Expect mainly dry conditions, albeit can't rule out a a stray shower prior to 7 a.m. I'm forecasting high temperatures tomorrow between 42 and 47 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now in Alexandria, we're at 44, Penn Quarter 47, and Columbia 42 degrees, down to 35 late tonight and tomorrow morning. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up on WTOP, a drunk driver who struck and killed a Gaithersburg couple on Election Day about two years ago, sentenced this evening. Virginia could be making billions if an arena is built in Potomac Yard. Is it too good to be true? I'm Scott Gelman. Virginia may be a step closer to raising the minimum wage. One week after the deadly house explosion in Sterling, what have investigators learned about the cause? And why in vitro fertilization may now be a campaign issue for Republicans just a day before the GOP primary in South Carolina. We're going live to the Washington Post. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Ahead of tomorrow's South Carolina GOP primary, reproductive health comes up on the campaign trail. Former President Trump refers to an Alabama ruling on embryos and the pausing of IVF treatments by several clinics. I strongly support the availability of IVF for couples who are trying to have a precious little beautiful baby. In an interview with CBS News, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley says... What I will say is, don't have a knee-jerk reaction over this. We want to make sure embryos are protected. In Central California today, eight men have been killed in a head-on crash near a farming area. California Highway Patrol says near the town of Madera, about 25 miles outside of Fresno, seven men died when their van collided with a pickup truck that apparently crossed the center line. One person in the truck died. A New York jury says former National Rifle Association leader Wayne LaPierre has to repay a lot of money that he used for personal perks, including exotic getaways and trips on super yachts. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson. Wayne LaPierre had, in fact, improperly benefited to the tune of, I believe, $5.4 million. They said he'd already repaid a million, but he owes the organization another about $4.3, million. Jurors also found that the NRA omitted or misrepresented information in its tax filings and violated New York law by failing to adopt a whistleblower policy. Police make an arrest in the death of a nursing student on the University of Georgia campus in Athens. Details from CBS's Linda Kenyon. University of Georgia Police Chief Jeff Clark made the announcement in the death of 22-year-old Lakin Hope Riley. Jose Antonio Ibera. 26 years of age. Chief Clark says Ibera lives in Athens but is not a U.S. citizen and that he did not know Riley, who appears to have died of blunt force trauma. I think this was a crime of opportunity. There has not been a homicide at the University of Georgia in almost 30 years. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. 
In response to the invasion of Ukraine and the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, the U.S. slaps Russia with, and others with sanctions, some 600 of them. CBS's Ed O'Keefe on who and what are being sanctioned. The targets announced today include top Russian companies that are providing material for the ongoing Russian war effort. For example, uh, a company that... Uh, makes the kind of steel needed for Russia's helicopters, another railroad logistics company, uh, a major payment processing system of the Central Bank of Russia. Stocks closed mixed on Wall Street. The Dow up 62 points. NASDAQ fell 45. S&P 500 up two points. Now this. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. 803 here on WTOP, Friday night, February 23rd, 2024. Reagan National is at 46, falling to the middle 30s overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. New tonight, a Gaithersburg man has been sentenced to 10 years behind bars for hitting and killing a married couple on their way to vote back in 2022. Devinder Singh was sentenced to 10 years with two years suspended, so he does have to serve eight years in all. He is also being ordered to pay $2,000 in fines. Singh was found guilty by a jury last July for the deaths of 65-year-old Miguel Antonio Ortiz and his 70-year-old wife Anna Margarita Ortiz. Singh was drunk when he struck the couple, according to investigators. They were holding hands and crossing the street to vote at an elementary school polling place. Another political setback for those who want a new arena in Alexandria for the Capitals and Wizards. A bill that would create a stadium authority to fund and oversee the project is now effectively dead in Virginia's General Assembly. It passed in the House of Delegates, but it did not even get out of committee in the Senate. Virginia Democratic Delegate Luke Torian tells WTOP, while it is a blow... It's not seen as a total surprise. Like any other bill, you would want to have your bill heard when it goes over on crossover. We all would like to have our bills to be heard on the Senate side. But it's not a surprise because typically that has been the practice. And it's the same practice on the House side. If we do not hear a House bill, when Senate bills come to us and they are identical in nature, we typically will not hear the Senate bill either. So that's a tradition that has gone on with the General Assembly for a while. The plan for the new arena is not dead altogether. It will continue in private budget negotiations. Proponents of this plan to bring the teams to Potomac Yard say the project would be a major boost to economies in Alexandria and Virginia. But one expert tells WTOP Scott Gelman it may not be as much money as is projected here. These are forecasts that are too optimistic, too rosy. One reason for that, according to Michael Falkender with the University of Maryland, is the interest rate used in the analysis is too low. Essentially a 4% interest rate is going to make those future cash flows look more valuable today. The report's projecting Virginia to make billions with an entertainment district at Potomac Yard. Falkender is calling that figure overstated in part because of how much it's expecting in new income tax revenue. Are we saying that people are going to live next to this complex who otherwise would not have lived in the state of Virginia? It's also based on an assumption that people wouldn't be spending money on entertainment without the arena complex. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP has asked the firm that did the analysis for comment. We're now waiting to hear back. A bill that would raise Virginia's minimum wage to $15 an hour is now on its way to Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. The Democratic-controlled House of Delegates and State Senate passed the measure today along party lines. It would bump the current $12 an hour minimum wage 
to thirteen fifty by next year, and then it would go up to fifteen bucks an hour by twenty twenty six. The bill does face an uncertain future, as the governor has previously said he is opposed to raising the minimum wage. We're learning a lot more about the deadly house explosion in Sterling from nearly a week ago. A volunteer firefighter lost his life, with almost a dozen other first responders hurt. It happened last Friday night, almost uh, a week ago now. It was about 7.30 last Friday night, as crews were responding to the report of a gas leak on Silver Ridge Drive. The Loudoun County Fire Marshal's Office has now finished its on-site investigation. It finds an unknown ignition source set off a leaking 500-gallon underground propane tank. Investigators say their probe is extremely complex, and they're going to be examining this for a while. The blast caused an estimated $2.5 million in damages. The fire marshal's office says six other structures need to be repaired, including three homes that are currently unsafe to live in. When your job and your community reward toughness, how do you get the help when you need it, when you're feeling vulnerable? D.C. is putting the spotlight on mental health for first responders. Assistant Fire Chief Michael Knight with the D.C. Fire Department says it's helpful when members like Lieutenant Robert Alvarado talk about their own mental health struggles. That everybody looks at him as he's so strong, he's tough, he, he could possibly have a mental health issue or challenge or crisis. Alvarado explains. I'm fine when I'm fighting fires and doing all that and I'm totally the man and outside of that though, you know, fragile. At a forum on mental health in the black community and among first responders, D.C. Fire Fire Chief John Donnelly said. So my takeaway from today is a reminder that we need to be committed to making sure that everybody has access. In the district, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Coming up here on WTOP, where to find an inexpensive flight to see the Northern Lights, 808. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Here's Bob Imler in the traffic center. Things have quieted down for the most part, although we do have a report of a crash uh, in Frederick County, northbound 15 south of Emmitsburg. I believe we do have uh, several medic units on the scene of that uh, just south of Emmitsburg uh, on northbound 15. So be alert for that. Uh, That's going to be near Motor Station Road just north of that, uh, but south of 140. Things are generally good to go around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. 270 is without delay, but 70 west near the South Mountain Rest Area still has the crash. And on 50 out to the Bay Bridge, all is quiet. Virginia side on 66, no incidents or delays to report. We're good to go up and down both 395 and 95. Loudoun County still has the crash on Route 9 uh, just to the east of Berlin Turnpike. And Old Centerville Road in Manassas, at last report, still blocked because of some uh, utility work going on uh, that was from an earlier crash that took down a power pole. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Expect cooler conditions for your upcoming weekend. A lot of that will have to do as this latest weather maker moves out and the wind starts kicking up. Now, overnight and first part of the day tomorrow, there'll be some scattered clouds. Generally dry, but can't rule out a stray shower prior to 7 a.m., mainly far north and west of D.C. 35 to 42 degrees, your morning temperatures. The afternoon, 42 to 47 degrees. 
degrees. And that now puts us just a few degrees below average in a lot of neighborhoods. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now at Reagan National 46, BWI Marshall 45, and Dulles 44 degrees. Some of us could be down to the middle 30s overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News 10 and 40 past the hour with Ian Crawford. Designer graphic t-shirts by Northern Virginia-based Board Rebel will be in the swag banks for nominees at next month Academy Awards. Second year in a row for that three-year-old company. Low-cost Icelandic airline play offering leap-year deals on cheap flights from BWI and Dulles to Iceland and other European points. You'll need to buy tickets by March 1st and travel in April or May or this fall. The Dow up 62. The S&P up 2. Both record closes. The Nasdaq finishes down 45. Ian Crawford, WTOP News. Let's see how they all did for the week. Uh, The major averages registering a winning week. The S&P gained 1.6%. The tech-heavy Nasdaq, 1.5% higher. The Dow up 1.3%. Again, this is all for the past week of trading on Wall Street. Coming up, in vitro fertilization taking center stage in the Republican presidential nomination race. We'll talk about why live with the Washington Post. Stay with us tonight. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency on earth. And if you owe back taxes, the news isn't good. The IRS is raising the interest rate it charges on unpaid taxes. And further rate hikes are expected. Most people don't know it, but the IRS adds interest charges to your tax debts daily. So if you owe the IRS today, you'll owe even more tomorrow. And it doesn't stop until you get right with the IRS. The good news is getting right can start with one phone call to Optima Tax Relief. America's number one tax relief firm. Optimus tax professionals specialize in the Fresh Start Initiative, a powerful IRS program that can save you thousands if you qualify. In fact, the experts at Optima have resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients. Call now for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Coming up here on WTOP, craving a cocktail? It could soon show up at your doorstep in this part of the area more frequently. Stay with us. That's later this half hour, 8-12. Be warned. The ones who pick up a refreshingly cold drink from McDonald's and people see just how refreshingly cold that drink from McDonald's is, you may create drink envy because there are drinks then there are drinks from McDonald's. For a morning brew that really creates a stir, get any size iced coffee, including caramel and French vanilla, for just 99 cents before 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ah, the sizzle of McDonald's sausage. It's enough to make you crave your favorite breakfasts. Enough to head over to McDonald's. Enough to make you really wish this commercial were scratch and sniff. And if you're a sausage person, now get two satisfyingly savory sausage McGriddles, sausage biscuits, or sausage burritos for just $3.33. Or mix and match. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's 813. Ashley's President's Day sale has been extended, so you still have time to shop low, low holiday sale prices on Ashley Styles in-store now. Plus 0% interest for five years with no minimum purchase. Hot thighs, your choice, just $6.99. Great styles, one low price. Sofas, recliners. 
dining sofas, queen bedrooms, dining sets, only $6.99 or $12 per month. Hurry in. Two-piece sectional, $9.79. Five-piece dining set, $3.49. Queen bed, $2.49. It's extended, but it's the final days at Ashley. Visit homestores.store for participating locations near you. Why sell your car at WeBuyAnyCar.com? Because selling it yourself can be, well, you know. Okay, I'll give you a half now. And? No, and just half. What? Avoid the hassle. Come to WeBuyAnyCar instead. Get in, get out, and get paid at a fair price. Yeah, I can't do half. I could probably bump it up to like 50%. Just go. Okay. Get your free online valuation now at WeBuyAnyCar.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Now, 814, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks a lot for being with us tonight. Let's jump back into campaign 2024 on WTOP. Former President Trump says he would strongly support the availability of in vitro fertilization for couples who are trying to have a baby. He's calling on lawmakers in Alabama, in his words, to act quickly to find an immediate solution to preserve the availability of IVF in the state. The comments come after a ruling by the all-Republican Alabama Supreme Court that frozen embryos can be considered children under state law. And, of course, Mr. Trump's words also come here on the eve of the South Carolina primary, where he's got a 25-point lead over Nikki Haley. Let's take you live tonight to the Washington Post, Isaac Arnsdorf for more. Hello, Isaac. Uh, Welcome back to WTOP. Is IVF suddenly an issue in the South Carolina primary or at the very least in the uh, Republican race overall? Isaac, you with us? All right, we may be having a little technical issue here, so I'm going to see if our desk can work on bringing... uh, Let me uh, check something out here. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you Free Lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over a 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. It's 816 here on WTOP. And uh, once in a while, these uh, technical gremlins are cropping up. We're going to try to connect with Isaac Arnsdorf in just a few minutes and get that conversation underway on uh, the uh, campaign, tomorrow's South Carolina primary and the presidential race overall. Now, a D.C. police sergeant has pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter and a civil rights violation in connection to the deadly shooting of a man who was sleeping in his car. 42-year-old Ennis Jevrick was initially charged with second-degree murder in the 2021 death of 27-year-old Antoine Gilmore, but he cut a plea deal with prosecutors. Officers found Gilmore asleep in his car in Northeast around 3 a.m. with a gun in his waistband. Prosecutors say that Jervik asked another officer to knock on the window to wake Gilmore up, at which point the car lurched forward several feet. That's when prosecutors say Jervik fired 10 shots. He faces up to 11 years behind bars. A Prince George's County police corporal is under arrest and suspended from his job after being charged with attempted murder and assault. Corporal David Hardister has been with the police force for 19 years. He was arrested earlier today after being accused of shooting a man that he knew with his work weapon. Investigators say this happened while Hardister was off duty in Charles County when it happened about 1 in the morning. Prince George's County police say Hardister is suspended without pay. He's expected to appear in court 
on Monday. Now 8.17 here on WTOP. And we're catching up on top stories we're working on here. President Biden levels new sanctions on Russia following the death of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. NASA and its partners say the lunar lander has come down on its side, but a lot of it is still working and it's gathering uh, energy from the sun. Its batteries are at 100 percent. Keep it here for full details on WTOP. Now it's traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, we're getting back to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Loudoun County, the crash remains on Route 9, closing the eastbound lane just east of Berlin Turnpike with a crash. Now, you should be getting by alternating using the westbound lane, but it is quite slow there both ways. On 66, all is quiet in both directions, both inside and outside the Beltway in Manassas. Old Centerville Road north of Yorkshire Lane is still closed. That is utility work from an earlier crash. And on both 395 and 95, pace is good. Travel lanes are open around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. All is quiet in the district. On 295, 695, and 395, running pretty well on each. 50, clear sailing out to the Bay Bridge. 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing all right, as is 270. Did have a crash on 70 West near the South Mountain Rest Area. Believe that is now out of the roadway. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. All right, Bob, let's go to Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. As this latest weather maker moves out, we'll have some scattered clouds overnight and a mixture of clouds and sunshine for your Saturday. It will be a cooler day. Temperatures early tomorrow morning, 35 to 42 degrees. Tomorrow afternoon, between 42 and 47 degrees. I've got winds that could gust still to about 20 miles per hour, and that is going to give us a little bit of a wind chill. Lighter winds for Sunday and more sunshine near 50 degrees. That'll be the more comfortable day for getting out. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. For Belvoir 44, Foggy Bottom 47, Silver Spring 44 degrees. Some parts of our area could be down to the middle 30s late tonight. It's 820 here on WTOP. Ordering alcohol to your front door. Maryland might soon allow liquor stores to contact or contract with companies such as DoorDash and Instacart for delivery services. Currently, the state's lo- local liquor boards have the authority to permit liquor stores to deliver to you, though only using their own employees. Maryland lawmakers are looking at allowing third-party delivery apps like DoorDash to pick up alcohol from a liquor store and deliver it right to your home. Customers want delivery. They're getting everything delivered these days. Chad Harrell's with DoorDash, and he told Maryland Senate Finance Committee that in other states that offer this... Small, independent liquor stores actually saw a 180% increase in sales. That means a lot of alcohol is being delivered to people's homes. Montgomery County Senator Ben Kramer admitted he doesn't like the bill. And there is a distinct difference between alcohol and a hamburger. A vote will come later this session. John Dome in WTOP News. 821. It's campaign 2024 on WTOP. Former President Trump says he would strongly support the availability of in vitro fertilization for couples who are trying to have a baby. He's calling on lawmakers in Alabama, in his words, to act quickly to find an immediate solution to preserve the availability of IVF in the state. The comments come after a ruling by the all-Republican Alabama Supreme Court that frozen embryos can't be considered children under state law. And, of course, Mr. Trump has made these comments now on the eve of the South Carolina primary. He's got a 25-point lead over Nikki Haley, and they may find themselves on different sides of this IVF issue. Let's take you live tonight to the Washington Post. Isaac Arnsdorf with more. Thanks for your patience with our uh, technical issues, Isaac, and welcome back. What's the story here with IVF, Trump versus Haley, and the uh, the whole South Carolina primary tomorrow? 
Well, the IVF issue is really more about the general election, where Republicans are backpedaling from that uh, Alabama Supreme Court decision. Um, first, there was a memo that went out from the Senate Republicans' campaign arm telling all their candidates um, that they needed to support IVF. They needed to disagree with that decision. You saw Kerry Lake, who's running in Arizona, uh, take that approach. And then you saw Trump come out today um, and and also oppose the decision and, and call on legislators to correct it. Now, then the Biden campaign is responding like, wait a minute, uh, this is happening because of the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade because of the justices that Trump appointed. And they're going to continue to hit the Republicans uh, for causing this situation and, and try to prevent them from running away from it. Is it is the idea from those you're in touch with, uh, political operatives and observers, uh, that Nikki Haley may have made a mistake in coming down uh, alongside, shall we say, the Alabama Supreme Court on IVF? Well, it's interesting. You know, Haley has um, has been kind of all over the map on uh, where she's positioned herself um, on this issue and the, and the related abortion issue, uh, and which po- segment of the Republican electorate she's trying to appeal to. Um, and it was interesting that that she came out before. Uh, these others Republicans and and because of that sort of didn't get the same memo that they all got. Interesting. How about uh, the overall taking a look at tomorrow? Uh, Haley, uh, I don't think her campaign is under any illusions of sweeping in there, even though it is her home state and winning tomorrow. But is it all about getting as close to Trump percentage wise as she can or just showing that she's staying in the race beyond South Carolina? What is the the point to be proven by the Haley campaign? You know, honestly, we're all trying to figure that out. I mean, she did this uh, she did this speech on Tuesday that was kind of a preemptive, no, I'm not dropping out. Um, and uh, the campaign um, has put some money into the states that come after. She's got enough money right now that she can keep going. Um, a couple of my colleagues have a piece up today um, with some reporting that she's sort of digging in, uh, you know, her response to people counting her out and to how viciously Trump has been attacking her is to, you know, harden her resolve to stay in. But at some point, and, and it could be in just a few weeks with Super Tuesday and then um, two weeks later, a whole bunch of other primaries, um, there there's going to come a point where Trump crosses the threshold of having a majority of pledged delegates. Just like you, I try to read as much as I can about all the different facets of the campaign. And I can't remember where I came across uh, some anecdotal reporting that some of the Trump rallies were only attracting like 70 or 80 people in South Carolina. Now, not everywhere. I think he's had some some big crowds, too. But is that enough to kind of hang your hat on on the idea that maybe the support is weakening a little bit or maybe it was just a bad night for him when when few people showed up? Uh, doesn't sound like an event where he was there himself. I mean, he just had a massive crowd in, uh, in Rock Hill tonight. Uh, he's doing another event in Columbia. Um, he'll be stopping, he'll be back in the DC area for CPAC tomorrow. Um, and then he'll have a, a victory party in, in South Carolina, um, tomorrow night. Uh, the campaign is certainly not sweating this race. Um, you know, even, and there was a question in Iowa or New Hampshire about the size of the margin. They don't, they're not sweating that in South Carolina either. All right, Isaac. It sounds like the Trump campaign going, going as strong as ever, and we'll be uh, watching alongside with you uh, to see the results tomorrow night. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's Isaac Arnsdorf there, Washington Post uh, political uh, reporter.